0: Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now a podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. It's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. Welcome to another episode of Sherry. I'm Sherry. Cheripee? Oh, that's right. Beep,
1: beep, beep. I thought it was cousin. The cousin of Cher-P.
0: Okay. Everybody's just cussing oh. and talking. I'm cussing now.
1: I'm cussing now. Why? Because I'm 68. I figure to hell with it all. Okay, go on.
0: Who does As you can tell on this episode. Who doesn't cuss? Well, my mom F- never used to. F-, F word. My mom never used to cuss, but... Mm-hmm. The story I'm going to about to tell you about her stint in the hospital, she broke that record big time. Well,
1: somebody I know is suffering too, and I heard that she's just cussing like a a drunken sailor now, and they said... My mom was never like this before. So maybe I'm in the beginning stages of dementia because I'm just cussing now.
0: No, it's just the older you get, the older you you just don't give a shit anymore. Okay. You don't give a shit. Okay. (laughs) You just don't give a shit. Okay. So as you can tell, I have a guest with me, Uh which is Debbie, my cousin Debbie. She's part of Cousin to Cousin, which is another podcast that we do. Uh And uh, today we're going to talk about caregiving because we're both caregivers, I take care of my mom who has, uh, who's 82, has Alzheimer's. Beginning. And Debbie's, all in, I'm gonna and say. Debbie's in the beginning stages of, of a person that she lives with. I don't know how much more secret you want to be. Okay, go on. And well, we're just You talk- have the interesting story about what happened. Well, the part of being, dealing with people with Alzheimer's, which is what I'm finding out, because, you know, I've never been around it. I've never heard about it. You know,
1: I, Now, Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. On dementia, there's 100 different forms of dementia, and yeah. Alzheimer's is one of them. Okay. Now, Tony's sister had Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, Lewy body, what Robin Williams had, but hers came with delusions.
0: Okay, so. Which I think maybe it could, could be wrong, be. too, because she gets a little okay. delusional. Okay. And it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. because it gets to the point where it's literally dealing with a child because mm-hmm. they don't listen. They don't... Anything you say is a fight. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's hard. And it's hard because they can't express themselves like they used to. Right. So in my case with, with um, my mom... Mm-hmm she can't tell me when she's having a lot of pain or where it's coming from because she can't explain it to me. And she gets a lot of UTIs, and a lot of times I don't know that she has them until it gets to the severe part mm-hmm. because she doesn't remember to tell me or mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to tell me. Right. A lot of times it's like, oh, my pee-pee hurts. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my mom had to go to the hospital. She had... Um, we're in the age of COVID, too, so that's a yeah. big deal to go to the hospital right Yeah, now. which is, I try to avoid it, because what at our the hospital, deal? they have tents and everything set up outside. They, they were gone for a while, but now they're back. But she um, has a pulsating abdomen, mm-hmm. and it was bothering me because I had never seen that. I mean, it literally looks like someone's trying to bust through her stomach. Wow. And... Of course, I look it up on Google, and Google tells me it could be she's dying within five
1: minutes. To it's, go to the it's a, it could be an aorta,
0: yeah, of at, course, um, aneurysm. So I'm like, oh well, damn. So luckily, she had an appointment with her doctor, her heart doctor. So we go to see him. He normally he's a really good doctor, but this time it was almost like, why are you here? Uh, he's he when I told him about what was going on, and Mom had lost a lot of weight, so. He basically was saying that it was because she had lost a lot of weight. So a lot of times, you know, when people get stressed, you know, you can see the yeah. veins pul- right, pulsing right. Uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. So he was kind of saying that, that was pointing to her neck, pulsing. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, pointing right. to my neck. Or, you,
1: or the vein, there would like to be she a vein is now in the head. pointing to her forehead. <laughs> There's like a vein
0: in your head. It'll be... Yeah. Indicating you know, pulsing forehead. <laughs> pulsing. So I'm like, okay, fine. And I go, but... I go, but this is like not normal. I mean, literally her whole body would be shaking. Wow. And I think he kind of misunderstood. And he's like, well, we could just do another um, um, stress test on her. And I'm like, well, she had one about five years ago, as you know. And I go, she didn't handle it well. And Mm -hmm. he goes, well, what else are we going to do? He goes, she's 86 years old. I'm like, so I'm kind of thinking, what, so you're saying she's 86, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: She's going to die anyway.
0: Yeah. You know, that's what it kind of felt like he was saying. He probably Uh didn't mean that, but. No,
1: because my mom, they said, well, at her
0: age, what do you mean at her age? So I I said, so he's like, do you want to do it? And I go, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and do it. So he schedules it. And a week later, she has an appointment with her regular doctor, her primary, Dr. Brown. So we go see her, and I go to Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown's the greatest doctor, she's just such a good doctor. And I told her, I go, you know, I don't want to, you know, rag on a fellow colleague, but, so I was kind of telling her, and she goes, hmm, she goes, why didn't he just order an ultrasound? I'm like, yeah, it's a lot more, it, yeah, that makes sense. It it wouldn't cause her any pain at all. Yeah, Uh uh-huh, yeah. So she ordered it, we went and we had it done, the ultrasound came back, and it was Fine. Everything was fine. But it still kept pulsating. Nobody was really giving me a reason why. So I took it to her to emergency. Again, they take her in. Um, this time they did a CAT scan. They did heart um, or did x-rays, blood work and everything. Doctor comes in and says, he goes, it, it's, you know, there's nothing on the, the CAT scan. He goes, we did find a lung um, lesion, lesion, which according to him, they're like 99% benign. There's, there's, It's not cancer. But he said, but you want to keep it, you know, check it. Keep checking it. But other than that, he says it's probably stress and gave me Xanax to give mom. Well, I thought it was for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> I should take it. But she, I haven't given it to her. So anyway, like a week later, mom's just not feeling well, so she was sleeping all day. I kind of just let her sleep because, yeah, you know. Did. So the next morning I get up and go check on her, and she's on the floor.
1: Oh, no.
0: And I'm like, oh, my God. But she wasn't, like, sprawled out. You know, uh-huh. she was curled up like she was sleeping on the floor. So I go to her, and I said, Mom, why are you on the floor? And she's like, I don't know. So, you know, I, I kind of look around and see if there's any blood or anything. There's nothing there. I kind of check her bones. She's fine. I say, can you can – you? the dog is drinking water, by the way, if that's the noise you're hearing. So, anyway – I ask her if she can sit up. She goes, yeah. So she sits up. I go get my niece, and we pick her up and put her on the bed. And I kind of check her over, and she seems fine. But she just is kind of not, like, out of it. And I'm thinking, well, maybe because she had been on the floor all night, which I'm kind of thinking she kind of either decided she wanted to sleep Mm -hmm. on the floor or she kind of slipped off the bed, Mm -hmm. missed the bed when she went to sit down. Because it was really literally, I mean, even today... Weeks later, there's no bruises, nothing on her. So I have no idea what happened. But so she sleeps all day. And finally that night, I'm like, she's just kind of talking weird. And I go, she's got to have an infection. She's got to have another UTI. So I take her to the emergency. They scan her. She has a fever. Now, at the hospital, if you have a fever, that could be COVID. So they don't let you in.
1: Yes, yes. And I'm
0: like. Great, she has a fever. So we're sitting outside with all the other people that are out there wow. that could possibly have COVID. Possibly. Ambulances, bringing people in on stretchers oh, that yeah. are sitting out oh. there. And it's like... It's a fairly oh. big hospital, yeah. too. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So we're sitting out there. It's 7 o'clock at night. And, you know, it's summer. You know, it's still warm out. It was when we were having those 100-degree days. So she's, um, So it's not very cold. Around 11 o'clock, she's getting anxious. Oh, well, yeah. And she's, I would be too. She wants to leave. And I'm like, yeah. fine, we'll, we'll just go home. And I told them, we're leaving. I'll just give her some Tylenol when we get home and I'll yeah. be back.
1: Yeah. And
0: they're like, okay, sorry. We apologize, whatever, whatever. So get home. I give mom some Tylenol. She goes to sleep. She's still kind of out of it. In the morning I get her up, get her dressed, we go back to the hospital. Now it's a lot better because there's hard, there's nobody there. So uh, they take us right in. She does have a fever still. still. So they take her in and they put her like in a covid um part of of emergency. Why do they put her in a covid? No, it's it's the coat it's so she's isolated in the emergency. Oh, room. okay. It's okay. So okay. like okay. A oh, okay. coat, But she's just kind of isolated. Okay, okay, she's okay, and cuz a lot of emergencies when you go in there you're just there's oh, curtains. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, that's right. She's in an actual. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So she's in an actual room with doors and everything. Okay, okay. So they're like, okay, an actual well. actual room with doors. Yes. So they're like, okay, well, we need a urine sample, obviously. And, of course, with my mom, getting a urine sample from her is not easy. Mm-mm. We've gone to to uh, urgent care many times where we were there for hours waiting for her to pee. So I go, well, I could try to get her to go. And she goes, yeah, I got to go, I got to go. And I'm like, yay. Mm-hmm. You know, so we go into the bathroom, and I give her the cup. So mom's not peeing and then the cup. I go, Mom. And she goes, I am, I am. I go, no, you're not. Well, it turns out she's poopy. Oh. So mom can't tell the difference, the difference. I'm like, fine, whatever. So we go back, and we sit down, and I tell the nurse she, she didn't pee. She goes, okay, we'll give her a bunch of water. They give her, like, three big things of Tylenol to take, tablets, and I'm like, I don't know if she can swallow that, but she did. And um, and she's just like incoherent, talking, blabbering away. Mad as hell at everybody. Can't whatever anybody says, they came in, gave her an IV, they came in, did a bunch of blood work on her. So they keep trying to get mom to to pee and she can't do it. She can't do it. So a couple hours into it, the nurse comes in, she goes, Well, we gotta get a urine sample. I go, well, I don't know what to tell you. So they go, well, how about we do a oh. Oh. catheter?
1: Catheter. Oh.
0: And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I mean, she, she's going to fight you. They go, well, we'll try. And I go, we'll just put it in, get some urine, then take it right back out. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, well, they try to do it. And mom screams.
1: They should have given her something to calm her down.
0: Bloody murder. Well, I come to find out later that they had given her morphine, which I did not know. Oh. And a bunch of hydrochloric hydro, colored- hydro- They call them narcos, which I did not know. Now, when they gave her that stuff, I don't know if they gave it in the emergency room or when they moved her. I don't know. But anyway, so she's um, screaming like like she's being murdered. Oh. So I say, no, no, stop, stop. It's just, yeah. no, no, not, you're not doing it. And I swear it, like I said, my mom broke the record of saying the F word. I think I've heard her say it three times, I think in my whole life. She broke that record wide open. Wow. She was, oh my God. Me, I was the worst. Well, you can imagine if you world. go in not knowing what's going on and people are know, trying to stick stuff on I know, I know. So they go. The nurse is like, "Well, we got to get a urine sample." And I go, "Well, she's going to pee eventually. I just yeah. don't know when." Yeah. So we're waiting. Eventually, um, uh, mom just George cussing like, like that. Sweat. I guess her fever was breaking, so oh. the bed was just soaked. So at that point, my sister had come down. So I went out to go see my sister, which they almost wouldn't let me out because no one's allowed in, and you're Once not. Once you come in, you can't go out and come yeah. back in again. Yeah. So. They allowed me to go out. So I was out there with Tammy for, you know, maybe a half hour if that long. Came back in, and mom was just, like, out. Like, they had drugged her. And I said, did you guys drug her? Like I said, I didn't know that Uh they gave her morphine. They said, no, we didn't give her anything. I mean, she was out. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And I noticed that they had put on her, which I thought they had given her a catheter, but it wasn't. There's this little... Small, it looks kind of like a little dildo type thing, and it's white. It has all these holes in it. And they had put it up against her vagina with with a... um, um, Strap? Yeah, it wasn't a strap. What's those pull-ups? Oh, Uh pull-ups. we call them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh So it's up against her vagina. So in case she goes potty. Yeah, and there's a tube that goes up into this this vacuum. So if she pees, it sucks it up into this... This container. Oh, my God. And I'm like, she's not going to pee her pants. I go, she's not that. Yeah. The only way she's going to pee her pants is if she's knocked out. Yeah. And she can't pee. And even then, I don't think she would. No, no. So I just took it out. And I go, this is stupid. I I guess she's not going to pee. So they bring in a a porta potty for her. And they ask, so do you think you can pee now? And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, Mom, can you just try? So she gets up, complaining the whole time, sits on the toilet, did you pee? No. Are you sure? I think I know if I peed or not. And I'm like, oh my okay, Mom, God. Get your ass off the toilet and get back into bed, you know? <laughs> so she goes back into bed and she's just laying there and she's just talking to herself and t- having a conversation with I don't know who, some man. Some man? Yeah. The doctor finally comes in and he goes, he goes, I think you're right. I think it's this, she has a UTI because she has her white blood cell counts. It's really high. And that usually means there's an infection somewhere. But we need a urine sample to see where that affects you and what kind it is and how mm-hmm. to treat it. Wow. I go, well, she'll pee. I don't know. You know, so, he, you know, I told him, you know, we talked. and they keep giving her beverages to drink, water Yeah, she drink? drank. I would say she probably drank three of these, wow. three water bottles of water.
1: Wow. Plus, she they- is holding up a water bottle.
0: <laughs> and they had a, um, uh, she was on a, a, a drip. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Which Uh was for, I'm assuming it was to keep her hydrated. Yeah. So she was getting liquids in her. Yeah. She just wasn't peeing. Plus she had sweat so much. Oh, poor girl. When her fever broke. Literally, her bed was soaked. So the doctor, you know, I told her she had fallen, so he kind of checks her head and checks her over and says, you know, she seems fine. He told me about her you know, we talked about the lung lesion. He said, it's super small. He goes, he goes, and really honestly with her age, if it does turn out to turn into cancer, he goes, what are you going to do? You know, she's too old for chemo surgery. She wouldn't survive any of that. I said, yes, but he goes, chances are it'll be fine. So he goes, well, I'm going to go get your room. I said, okay, great. So during this time, about an hour later, mom, we try mom again and Mom, peace. Hallelujah. Band starts playing. Fireworks go off. Everybody's excited. So mom, peace. A little bit after that, the nurse comes in. She goes, oh, you're going to hate me. And I go, what? She goes, well, they lost her COVID test. So we have to do another one. I'm like, okay. I wasn't there, I guess, when they did the first one. So they must have did it when I went to the bathroom or whatever. But mom fights it. Oh, my God. Sticking yeah. that up the nose, she oh, was yeah. screaming.
1: Yeah, even when you're not upset, you want to just, but yeah. It's just a little bit of pain. Know, but I
0: mom, know. oh, it burns, it burns. I mean, like her whole face was on fire. Oh. So they finally did that and take it out. And I go, I go, so how long is it going to take? She goes, oh, about two to three hours. I'm like, so I guess it's not a rapid test? And she goes, oh, yes, it is. Oh. I'm like, what the hell kind of rapid test is that? I guess what we get at CVS is different. Yeah. So they take all that out, and about an hour later, orderly comes in. This is about 3.30. We've been there since about 10. So about 3.30, they come in and say, okay, we're going to take her to a room because they want to keep her overnight. I'm like, okay, so what's the room number? I get the room number, text it to my sister who had already left. and I was not in on that group text. You weren't here, remember? I know. So they take her. They start to take her and I start to fall and he goes, oh no, you can't go. And I go, oh, I go, I have to. I go, she needs somebody there. You got to believe me if I'm not there, she's going to pull everything out. It's yeah. going to be a pain. He goes, oh no, she's going to the COVID unit. Oh my God. I'm like, what? I go, does she have COVID? He goes, I go, I don't know. It's just what I'm told to take her. Oh so gosh. I go out there and he's taking her away oh. and he goes, don't worry. She'll be taken care of. And I'm like, that's not what I'm worried about. And I'm. Looking for somebody to find out what is going on. Can't find anybody. Finally Mm -hmm. find this guy. I go, they're taking my mom to the COVID unit. Does she have COVID? So he looks up her record and goes, no, the tests aren't back yet. I'm like, then why are they taking her to the COVID unit? So by this time, she's gone. (laughs) And the hospital is locked down, basically. You can't just go to wherever you want like you used to. Yes. You can't do that. No. So I leave the hospital. I go outside. I call my sister. I go, Tammy, they took mom to the COVID unit. And um, Tammy's like, she have COVID? I go, no. I don't, The tests aren't back yet. I don't know. And they go, well, why are they taking her there? I go, I don't know. She goes, <laughs> I'm going to make some calls. I go, I'm going to call up there and talk to them. So she hangs up. I call up there and talk to the, the lady. The poor little
1: thing could get COVID. That's she, what I... You can't go in the COVID unit if you don't have COVID. Oh, my God. So
0: I call up there, and I explain to them. I go, why? She? And they go, that's protocol. I'm like. You can't put it. It's not I go, a protocol for someone without I go, COVID how do COVID you know unit. she has COVID? And they go, but we don't know. And we can't put her someplace in case she does have COVID. We can't oh. put her with the general population. I'm like, but I go, I need to be there. I go, You guys don't understand how it's going to be if I'm not there. I go, I'm vaccinated. I'm fine. She goes, no, you can't come here. And she goes, but we have ways of dealing with that. And oh. I'm like, what? She, she kind of caught herself and said, oh. we'll give her like a light sedative. Oh, And I'm like, oh, my God. I go, is there somebody I can talk to? And she said, she goes, no, I'm head of here. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I hang up. And in my mind, I'm imagining them tying her down, yeah, sticking true. a, a yeah. catheter up her yeah. and knocking yeah. her out. Yeah. You know, yep. so I'm like, oh, my God. Shut up, old lady. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my I go God. and I get my car and I'm sitting in my car because I can't get in the hospital and won't right. let me in. So Tammy finally calls me and tells me that she talked to somebody and I guess she threw around, I'm going to sue, I'm going to do this, yeah. you know, and yeah. that got their attention. So she talked to somebody named Brian who was doing all this stuff. So he calls me and says, okay, yeah, we're moving your mom. And, um, I, 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 and he goes, and you tried to explain to me, you know, this is protocol. And I go... He goes, we can't put her, because we don't know if she has COVID. And he goes, by the way, she doesn't have huh. COVID. And I go, Yeah, I could tell you that she yeah. didn't have COVID. So he goes, but she had a fever and blah, blah. And I go, I go, I understand that. And he goes, but we can't put her with I go, I understand that, but you did to her yeah. what you didn't want to do to other people because yeah. you put her not knowing if she had COVID or not yeah. in a COVID unit. Yeah. He goes, but everything's closed up and everybody's protected. And I go. An 86-year-old woman who has Alzheimer's, you stick her in a COVID unit because she she might have COVID when even the doctor said she probably doesn't. She probably just has an infection. So anyway, so they moved her to to, uh, the room finally after, you know, the thought of being sued. And um, he goes, oh, we need to know someone needs to come in, whoever's spending the night with her. They need to come in. They can't leave. I go, okay, well. So if you come in, you can't leave. I go, well, my niece will come, and she's spending the night. So Maggie comes down, gets in there. So Maggie calls me and tells me that they have mom in a diaper. And I said, a diaper? I go, you mean like a, a, a Depends? She goes, no, an actual diaper. Wow. I'm like, what the hell they have her in a diaper for? So they were probably going to do like what I said. Oh. They were just going to knock her out, keep her in a diaper, and not deal with her. Oh, wow. That's bad. And she came home the next day. Everything was fine. But to go through all that, because you figure after 18 months, you'd have things under control Yeah, better. you would think so. And, you know, they lose her COVID test. They send her to a COVID unit. What, what's
1: the hell's going on? You know, it's funny you said that about everything. Hospitals are so different now. Yesterday, I went to get a flu shot. And like you said, it's outside everything's outside and this really elderly lady came up and she got dropped off and she thought she was going to go in the door and they said this is locked now you can't go in she said well my ride just drove away I can't walk all the way back there and there's not a wheelchair and it's like nobody cares Well, talk to so-and-so talk to that guy over there because and there was no sign saying you can't get in until you got up there it's just so they They've really gone,
0: it's just overboard well, almost at, about it. At mom's hospital, you have to, before you go in, you have to show them your ID mm-hmm. and where you're going. And then oh. they put it in the system. Oh. And then they print out this little badge oh. that you walk around with. Oh,
1: ours doesn't do that. You just have to they scan you for yeah, a they temperature. Do, they do that too. Yeah. To scan you. And then ask you if you had
0: anything. And then, Any Normally, symptoms. I'm
1: just going to the pharmacy because my eye drops I have to be refrigerated. But yeah, so.
0: But it's like you can't go anywhere. You, yeah, yeah. you can't even get past the front door and just in the regular part and of the hospital. And then they go put an 86-year-old
1: woman in a COVID unit and she doesn't have COVID. Wow. You know, we should talk about the laundry
0: guy. You oh, got yeah, me in the book you- for my birthday. Yes, I did. And have you used any other stuff? Oh, yeah,
1: all the time. Kennedy and I have a whole setup up there. Okay. Yeah. The only thing that I, my clothes aren't coming out soft.
0: What do you do for that?
1: Well, we have the, do you have the fabric balls? the The dryer the, balls. Yeah,
0: yeah. I put three in. How many do you put in? in? You I put put, put three? like three.
1: How many have you been putting in? I use two. I use uh, towels. I maybe put in three. Do you put the uh, essence? This the, oh, the, uh,
0: the oil. The, the yeah.
1: Yeah. I use lavender for bed for the sheets, and then uh, yeah. I, I like that. the peppermint. I like the peppermint too. Yeah. yeah. When I get ca- stressed out, I put a little <laughs> lavender on me. The other day, I put lavender on the dog. Like calm the mm-hmm. f down. <laughs> But no, we
0: have the whole thing. We have the whole setup up there. Yeah, because I, I Target has the like the plant based laundry soap. Mm-hmm. So I bought some there. And um I use well, we get
1: ours. We get it I send away for to
0: the laundry the, the soap yeah, flakes. Minnesota, yeah. But you can get that. I didn't get that. You can get the that. store. Because I was at Walmart and I guess because of the laundry guys, they have like stuff in the aisle. Oh, they got really? the soaps.
1: They got, He's getting really popular. He yeah. was on um yeah. Kelly. Yeah, and then he was Kelly on another Ryan. show the next day. was he Are you following him on Instagram? Uh-huh. Yeah, and he was going to New York again. So he's a he's star. Gonna, what show is he going to be on? Uh,
0: I forgot. Yeah, he's said, I forgot, too. Yeah, but, yeah. But, and I have, like, the little pointy hedgehogs. I have those. What are those for? It's supposed to, when you, like, do towels, it's supposed to, like, help fluff up the towels. Oh, and then I put okay. in, like, um... The big ball of foil.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that's for uh, static. It helps with the
0: static. Yeah, uh-huh,
1: yeah. So we just put in maybe a teaspoon. I think a teaspoon of the laundry flakes. Put it in and then warm water, and I noticed the clothes come out brighter.
0: Yeah, me too. A lot I noticed it. Yeah, I bought one of the the, the color catcher things. What oh do you yeah. Okay, uh
1: huh. Yeah. The shout!
0: I throw that in there. So once anyway, in a while. this
1: laundry guy had a TV show called The Laundry Guy. What was it on? It's what's his name, Patrick. Patrick something, yeah. Really Don't cute guy, name. curly hair, just really cute. And um, he's totally against fabric softener. She's he's called himself the laundry evangelist. And he said it uh, coached your dryer. And in the Midwest, uh, back east, he said there's fires, a lot of fires from older when I get build up on a white back east would be more so. But uh, yeah,
0: so he's very a whole new way of doing laundry. And I've noticed in my lint. There's no lint. When I pull the lint thing out, there's no lint.
1: Oh, really? Oh, so I'm thinking
0: so the lint. lint's coming from the fabric, so- the fabric sheets maybe.
1: Oh.
0: But I notice every time I do it, when I pull the lint thing out, there's Ours no lint. is
1: less too, except when we do blankets or towels, and I notice yeah. there's some lint. That's a whole new way of doing laundry. No more of all those chemicals. You don't get those big plastic containers that are going to be in the landfill for who knows how long.
0: Yeah, Yeah. get the book. If you haven't got the book, get the book. It's very interesting. Actually,
1: Kennedy and her mom made it a little mission when they were here last time to get the book because they were going to be in Newport Beach. And I was telling Kennedy, I know the only reason that there's two books available in Newport Beach is because they all have maids. And so (laughs) they don't care about doing their own laundry. But here we do our own laundry. So they got two.
0: And I don't like doing laundry, but this makes it more fun.
1: Yeah, right, Kennedy? We were saying it just makes it more fun to do it different now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then a little brush for the, and I got the little soap to.
1: I, I get, don't get stains like that to do that. What do you do it on? Stains and everything. What kind of stains? You do know, you? like when you eat and you get something on your shirt and well, it stains. Well, I not to. I try well, to be a good. Drop
0: stuff all the time.
1: Here's how he came about. He has an antique store at the Mall of America, right. and he sells clothes too. And people would ask him, like a four hundred dollar cashmere sweater. How do I wash this? And then he realized there was a need so he has a laundry camp yeah and, and and then anything you want at all you don't have to take out to dry cleaning you can just clean it yourself yeah so it's a whole book and he's got uh every thursday he's not live online and you can ask him all kinds of questions
0: well for a lot of people laundry is therapy so this will fit into I cannot my podcast imagine laundry therapy. people love to clean that's well, therapy you know my problem is putting it away speaking of putting it away I guess that's going to end this episode of Sherapy. I want to thank Debbie for being a guest today. And I want to thank you for always listening. And remember to subscribe so you can always get the latest episode, even though they may be few and far between. So always remember to embrace your voice, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.